Hello, this is Publishers Lunch Deluxe for Friday, July 21st. Of the 39 deals we reported today is self-care suite founder Tara Pringle Jefferson's Bloom How You Must, A Black Woman's Guide to Self-Care, at auction to Amistad. Scholastic finishes year with good sales and stronger earnings. Scholastic reported fourth quarter and full year results for the period ended May 31st. For the quarter, sales were $528 million, up 3% over last year's record, and operating income rose 40% to $92 million. Earnings before tax were up 78% to $95.6 million. That put earnings per share at $2.26, well ahead of last year's $1.46 per share, and of analyst expectations of $1.70 per share. With higher earnings, good sales, and a forecast of more sales growth in the year ahead, the publisher's stock rose approximately 13% in the first hour of trading on Friday. Results in the quarter were driven primarily by growth in children's book publishing and distribution, where sales grew 5% to $291 million. Trade book sales declined 5% in the quarter to $84.3 million due to, quote, softness in the overall retail market. This softness particularly hit backlist titles and balanced somewhat by fourth quarter bestsellers, including The Eleventh Dog Man. An increased book fair count, about 85% of pre-pandemic levels, and higher revenue per fair offset a 4% decline in book clubs, where there was lower sponsor participation and lower sales per order. Lower employee expenses and other cost-saving measures resulted in $23.6 million in overhead savings in the quarter. Quote, successful performance management in response to this year's short-term headwinds, plus the continued benefit of operational efficiencies achieved since the pandemic, contributed to higher margins and profits across all business segments, CEO Peter Warwick said. Quote, Last quarter, we also continued our investments in long-term drivers of Scholastic's growth and earnings, while returning over $63 million to shareholders through our dividend and share repurchases. In total, in fiscal 2023, the company returned $161 million to shareholders. The company authorized another $100 million in stock repurchases. Full-year sales grew 4% to $1.704 billion, in line with the updated guidance the company issued in March after a soft third quarter. Operating income was up 9% to $106.3 million. Earnings before tax for the year were $112.4 million, a 25% increase. The strong results in the children's book publishing and distribution segment made up for declines in education's solutions as schools purchased less than last year when they were refilling classrooms when in-person learning resumed, and international sales, which fell on foreign currency exchange and the exit of direct sales business. McGraw-Hill stops business book acquisitions. According to an email to affected authors, McGraw-Hill professional, quote, has made the strategic decision to cease frontlist acquisitions in the business category. Upcoming titles have been canceled, though authors can keep their first advance. As a result, the <clears throat> business editorial team is being laid off. 
the company did not cite a total number of eliminated positions, though associate, associate editor Jonathan Sperling is among them. A spokesperson told Publishers Lunch, quote, as part of a realignment within McGraw-Hill's global professional group, we will be ramping down front list acquisition and publication of new business titles. However, to be clear, McGraw-Hill Global Professional is not exiting the business category. With an extensive collection of business books in our catalog, we intend to maintain and support these titles for years to come. We remain the proud owner of thousands of business titles that we will continue to distribute to readers worldwide. McGraw-Hill has contacted each of the very limited number of impacted authors. Audiobook platform Libro will launch internationally in the UK, New Zealand, and Australia on July 26th. Independent bookstores around the world will now be able to partner with the platform to sell audiobooks. The launch includes 132 new international stores, bringing the total of participating bookstores to 2,200 plus. Access to 400,000 audiobooks and a customer membership model, as well as the option to buy a la carte in one of six currencies. Co-founder and CEO of Libro, Mark Pearson, says in the release, quote, as an employee-owned company with just 18 employees in the US and UK, we have experienced firsthand the impact of large corporations on our business, just like many independent bookshops have. But we believe in the irreplaceable value of independent bookshops in local communities and economies. By expanding globally, we hope to provide readers, authors, and publishers with new ways to help their local bookshops thrive via audiobooks, all while making reading more accessible. Scottish publisher Sandstone Press went into bankruptcy liquidation earlier this week with its assets offered for sale by Hilco Valuation Services. The assets of the fiction-focused publisher have been acquired by Vertebrate, an adventure publisher, the bookseller reports. Vertebrate hopes to retain ongoing rights to the list of about 230 titles, though at least one agent indicates to the bookseller she has asked for a reversion of her author's rights. Barack Obama posted his annual summer reading list as follows. Poverty by America by Matthew Desmond. Small Mercies by Dennis Lehane. King by Jonathan Egg. Hello Beautiful by Anne Napolitano. All the Sinners Bleed by S.A. Cosby. Burnham Wood by Eleanor Catton. What Napoleon Could Not Do by D.K. Neuro. The Wager by David Gron and Blue Hour by Tiffany Clark Harrison. That's all the news for today and hope you have a wonderful weekend.